thank you for coming into the uh, Style Freeing uh, podcast. First ever. And uh, feel free to in- introduce yourself. Listen, you heard me all on the stream. That's right, your wrongs. But for this particular project, I want you guys to address me as Jay from the Train J, okay? So, yeah, this is the man from Jay from the Train J. You already know me. It's your boy Doge, Doge Doe, always smoking on something. So, uh, with that being said, thank y'all, like I said, for coming through. Uh, with that being said, my man, this week uh, we got ourselves a new president yeah. elect. Yeah. And they ain't president yet because Trump ain't left yet. So that means anyone can get they they don't split just right right about now. It ain't it ain't safe for everyone just yet. So man, you know something? I think that I was particularly more interested in this election than any election period. And I know that's kind of odd, you know, speaking that uh, you know Barack was the first black president, et cetera, but. I don't know, man. This one just had me like extra tuned in. You know what I mean? Like I, I was Not watching really. the the updates during like the counting of the ballots. Like I was watching CNN doing like my due diligence. You know what I'm saying? So this one was it was a it was a do or die. No, nah, it really it was. Kind of it was a do or die. It was one of those like, man. I'm just like. It's only a matter of time until white people, white folks make a decision. <laughs> right. Are we attacking or are we letting these niggas live for one more week? Right. That's how I was like, them is um, it ain't no there ain't no love right now. I gotta say, man, we we uh we as as black people showed up. It was I wouldn't say it was shocking or surprising, but it was it was different. It was just different because I felt like we had to, we had to be heard. And I know most people are like, you know, my vote don't count, you know, etc. Yeah. But this just goes to show, like, the amount of which Joe Biden was ahead made that much of a difference. I mean, he even converted states that was, you know, potentially, you know, red normally into blue states. Like that just goes to show, like, how much. Our vote does matter, and the fact that we showed up was, I ain't gonna lie, pretty uh, pretty impressive. You know what it was for me, man. It was the thing for me was is this nigga is, it it was. I feel like a lot of the the, the lazy motherfuckers just finally got out and voted. I don't right. think it was a hundred percent even that some of these places wasn't already right. Like what's the word like I'm looking for? It wasn't that they weren't already like a demo, a heavily democratic state. Right. It was just that these motherfuckers was just lazy and they never went out to vote. Because right. uh, people go out to vote when it was about weed. When it's about weed, everybody's going to go fact. out to vote. So. That's a fact. And I feel like when um, when we're talking about like percentages. <laughs> hey, you you good, bro. You're good, man. <laughs> he said, so uh, he said, as a member of the white community, I pardon myself from any uh, association to other white people starting shenanigans. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. <laughs> we, appreciate, we appreciate that. One less person I have to worry about. That's one less fact. shoulder I have to look over. Yeah, and you know, we, we know that it's not every. We know it's not every I, single person. Yeah, I think racism is a case-by-case case basis. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, assume yeah. that everyone races. 
he have things that you that make you feel like that. I think everyone has a moment where they look at one race and say, like, man, I can't stand this exactly. race because this is what I really do deal with with this race. I I can't act like I don't think people can't act like they haven't had any experiences of some other kind or nothing like that. I think the problem is, is that is taking it on a case by case basis instead of assuming that that's going to just be yeah. every experience. Being able to com- car- compartmentalize. I think I said that word right. Yeah. Being able to compartmentalize. I hope you did. I don't know. I feel like I, I said it <laughs> twice and I still didn't feel sure. We're going to get into the conversation of spelling words out here, you know, boy. Making yeah, sure yeah. definitions of meanings around these yeah, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know that. Being shit. able to d- differentiate. Who, oh yeah, you out here. You, you, to, you took to the deep waters. Now this tried all the words. I feel like I couldn't get a better word, so I just went with something else. But um, you know, when you pick that one person that may have rubbed you the wrong way, versus saying that it's the group of them, you know, um, what's that that phrase or old saying? One bad apple, you know. Yeah, one yeah, one bad apple spoils a yeah. bunch. You know, you can't look like that. You can't look. You can't use those glasses in the real world. Um, Not for real. That's real. That, that's what causes you know so much hate and you know things like that. So, but I think to this this election, you know, even though we both both sides, I'm pretty sure you know uh, if you voted or voted for the left or the right, you kind of felt like, were we getting the best of the best of either side? No. I for me, I felt like as a black dude, I, I didn't really, I didn't feel like there was going to be a side that I could choose in the first place. So right. I looked at it, it was, what was the repercussions of this election going to be? Right. It really wasn't really any, like, oh, I felt like I was going to be all right, or I felt like this or that. Like, it right. really was just... Okay, well, man, I'm just have to see what happens, right? Type shit, and that was about it. There's nothing else you could really do. I mean, right. I felt. I, I mean, it's not something I'm surprised or not used to feeling, and, and that's powerless. I mean, that's fucking normal. I mean, it's very normal, at least with uh, in America, right? So. I don't know. That for me, I kind of, I kind of was just like, I'm just waiting on the outcome. I kind of, because then I, I feel like, like I said, I can't speak for every black person, but I'm pretty sure a good, a good amount of us was like, regardless of what the outcome is. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people felt the the uh, sit back and wait effect. Yeah, more than more than the uh, I can affect change. It was more like, how do I adapt to whatever happens next? Not for real type of mentality, and I feel like everybody, everybody felt, you know, even you know people who could go out there and vote, or the people who couldn't. I still felt like, regardless, you kind of felt like, what what this next few few months or so is gonna look like. So, not for real, but but uh, away from politics. But, uh, all right. For some side. reason, I don't know why. I think I might have seen something on YouTube, a thumbnail or whatever, uh, of a clip of in living color, right? Okay. Um, I think I might have been watching like a, a either an SNL skit or something like that, and you know they usually have the recommended videos. Right. I saw a in living color, 
and it made me go back and start watching the show. And I was watching the episode, and one of the comments said something to the nature of Damon Wayans should have been what Eddie Murphy is. Hmm? My apologies, y'all. I have to go get something. Uh, I'll do a watch. Alright, so what I was saying was, so I saw a comment. Uh, I'm watching a video, I'm watching like an episode, and I saw a comment that said, Damon Wayans should have been what Eddie Murphy is now. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I don't know if I agree with that. Okay, here's how I see it. Eddie Murphy saved SNL, right? Right. And he is who he is because of SNL. Now, if you were to put that same weight on, let's say, Damon Wayne's shoulders for a living color, would you say that he is the best or he was the best character on that show? Damon Wayne. Yes. On In Living Color. That would require me to really go back and watch it, but on In Living Color, damn, that's a hard one. Besides he besides a couple roles, I only really remember him for like literally two roles on that show. So that's a little hard one for me, but I mean um, I'm gonna tell you that he was he was definitely the juggernaut of the show um i think that there are i think that there was multiple people that was you know just like snl there's multiple people who were really big and that they could branch off and do other things right obviously you got jim carrey you know who was you know probably 1a 1b to damon or he could have been the top It, it it all depends on how you look at it but I, when I looked at that statement, I felt like let's let's compare. Now, Damon, what's going on, Tommy? Damon was on In Living Color. Eddie was on SNL. Damon started doing his own movies. So did Eddie. Now, Eddie blew up because of. What do you think? His stand-ups? Or his movies? You talking about Eddie? Eddie. I think Eddie blew up. Well, wasn't he doing stand-up first? I, that, I don't know. I feel like he started... He started doing... After. Because he was young in SNL. No, he was doing stand-up. He was doing stand-up early, though. I think that's like a lot of comedians that started doing stand-up before they... Well, of course, but I mean his two biggest, his actual, you know, the Delirious and Raw. Those is what I mean. Not like just him doing stand-up, but those two particular ones that... Yeah, I would say probably SNL led him to eventually doing well. Because he was... Because I think when he left, what you call that's when he did, like Raw, he left SNL. So, I mean, he did get... 
I think they were saying what SNL was between him and some other dude who was probably more promising at the time than him. Hmm. And they still chose Eddie Murphy because it was another dude that was like just as promising. And that dude was kind of career. You know what? I will say this. Being on SNL makes a huge difference in a lot of people's. So the platform itself. That's true. So, I mean, Damon Wayans was on SNL, but I think he was, like, fired pretty soon after being on there for a little bit. Mm. Um, But then that just goes to show, too, he could have been something bigger because he was on SNL. He was actually an SNL cast member. So, I mean, uh, that's kind of on him for not making what he did because he had the platform to be bigger. And so he could say he was on both. Him, Jamie Foxx would say they was on both of the those two like right. shows. So um, I'm gonna still have to give Eddie Murphy the flowers that he deserved because there was a person who was supposed to be there before both of them, and Eddie Murphy got the spot and turned it into what it was. Can we say that the other dude would have saved SNL like right. Eddie Murphy did? We can never really tell. That's a story that's just written the way it's written. But I don't think I don't but, think that uh, he's in in Damon Wayne's place or anything. He's in someone else's place that was in there. Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans was going to be good because he had Keenan Ivory Wayans. And not to say that they didn't, like, oh, you ride off the coattails of your brother. No, you just had someone who could put you in a position easier than Eddie Murphy probably did. Right. Because regardless, Damon Wayans is a, still a legend in his own right. That's true. And he's a legend yeah, as a stand-up comedian, too. So, then, like, it's a question of, like, his, his you know, his That's legend. why I'm trying to figure out how didn't he get And there. that's what's up, Tommy. That's what's up, Tommy. I'm happy to see you doing all right, man. It's been a little bit. It ain't been crazy long, but it's been a little bit. Uh, this is my cousin right here, Jay. So everybody, what up, Tommy? Hey, what up? Um, um, but that's what I'm trying to figure out. How did he? How didn't he become Eddie? He had everything, just like you said. Yeah. It seemed like he had all the stepping stones, which he is a legend. We're not saying that. I think what he did was even more vulgar than Eddie. I think he. Eddie Murphy knew when to be vulgar or not to be vulgar because he was he was kind of being him all the time and that's kind of why he wasn't on SNL if he would have been able to play the game of being on SNL there's no telling where he'd be at you know what I think I feel like I'm not saying he should have to I'm not saying he should have to but I'm just saying in the sense like if he probably did, there's no telling. Sometimes, sometimes it's like, of course, that the game that you got to play sometimes is evil and it messes things up. But once you're in a position to change shit, you are able to change shit. Right. Sometimes your ass got to play in the, you know, in the in the den with certain people so you can get the best um, outcome. But that, you know, it is what it is. But you know, it kind of, you know, so we're not stuck on some on on, on what you call it, on Eddie Murphy and what you call it in in, in Fucking Damon Wayans because I'm out here chopping up my words now. But how did you feel? Because I don't really want to keep going back into the, the president, like the election stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But how did you feel seeing? Because I don't really give a fuck about what Lil Pump was doing. But how did you feel seeing Lil Wayne endorse like Donald Trump? Like especially you being from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. And you being from where he's um, from. That one's tough, man. That's tough because I feel like when you when you see everything that Donald Trump has done, it's kind of hard to argue against it. But there's also another another 
feeling of when you do vote for like whoever you choose to be your president or whatever, you vote for who you want to vote for, not who other people think you should vote for. Right. So I can't knock someone's interest, but at the same time, like I said, it's kind of hard to, you don't, when I stand next to him, I personally couldn't do it. But I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to condemn someone for choosing who they wanted to choose to stand by. Right. But it's I'm, like when you, when someone does so many bad things, it's like, I right. know you see it. You can't I, how the fuck you, how the fuck you not see all the shit that people are saying or, right. you know, have said, and then you still be like, yeah, that dude has got the right idea. Like, yeah. how you come out with the Carter? All the Carter albums, and be like, "How do you, how do you, how do you say something about George Bush, but have nothing to say about Trump?" Right there. How do you see them not as? I wouldn't even know if I see George Bush as the lesser two evils between him and Trump. So how the hell you make a song about George George Bush not giving a fuck about New Orleans, right? But Trump showed that he don't give a fuck about New Orleans. He don't give a fuck about Texas. He don't give a fuck about Puerto Rico. He don't give a fuck about Haiti. Right. He don't give a fuck about a lot of places that are, are not. And, and we're not even gonna get to the, the the fact of how many people are predominantly of of of, uh, of like a the minority. But like, let's just go in the sense of every. There's people of all races living in every place that was hit by disasters and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But you still feel like. He is a better choice over by over uh, Joe Biden, which they're both bad choices. But I just don't like. And it took me a while to be like, "Oh, uh, I think that Donald Trump is racist." I didn't actually think he was racist for the longest time. I thought he was just stupid as hell. I really just thought he was just really, really stupid. Right? Because you can be stupid and be rich. Right. So it doesn't mean that you you don't know really nothing about black people because you never had to be around black people. I think he was just really I felt like he was really ignorant, and then I, I just eventually it became where I just like you know this this dude is just racist, and so it's I don't know it's like I think money always plays a good influence on people. Sometimes just getting some shine on the TV cameras is something for me. I don't, I just I'll never understand what the fuck right. puts like the things in people's minds that make them do the things that they do. But I was definitely I wasn't even surprised because Lil Wayne has already shown that he doesn't he's always kind of been a Republican and he's always kind of been on some like, oh I gotta protect my, my riches. Same with Nicki Minaj. That's how I was like motherfuckers don't really realize that rich motherfuckers don't really care about you. Let alone do they care about they only care about keeping their the riches that they acquired yeah. or that they've accrued over however amount of time of doing whatever they've been doing. So for me, I don't know. It's like, it's a little, it's always been a little weird when I see people do shit like that or right. act like they're surprised that their, you know, celebrity is not who they thought they were and shit like that. Right. And I don't know. It's just, I mean, you know, as, as people who are, you know, technically less than, um, as far as like the financial bracket goes, um, I feel like we as people, civilians, citizens, whatever you want to call us, we tend to look at, you know, celebrities as something that we want them to be versus who they are. Right. When they are not 
around us or in front of us or in that's real that's real shit and so when we we got this uh, it's just like you said we got this image of what they should be and how they should act you know the people they should support but you know we are our own individuals just like they are and you know I, I feel like blatantly um disregarding you know um like black people or something like that or just any minority in general um if you know nikki or wayne you know came out and just said you know i believe everything that donald trump says and i'm with him 100 percent then i feel like that's something that's hard to look past um standing next to him taking a, a picture photo saying with the man the man that supposedly broke up with his ex or broke up with his girl because of Donald Trump is what the story is behind Lil Wayne. That's tough. So, but the girl, but then they said that the girl. The first story was that the girl broke up with him because of Donald Trump. And then he was apparently saying that he broke up with her. But this nigga left more than twofold. Sixteen ninety seven fucking Japanese love poems about him break them not being together no more. Some weird. It was some weird. It wasn't even little Wayne type shit. It was some weird shit. That nigga probably got his heart broke like a motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't no nigga writing motherfucking love poems, right. nigga, from the fourth fourth <laughs> fucking dynasty, nigga, just to be like, yeah, right. I broke up with her. Right. Nigga, she ain't write no poem about your ass, nigga. Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she happy on the on the Biden train right now, nigga. Not writing no notes, nigga. Right. <laughs> right. You heartbroken if you gotta write something to remind your ass of somebody to let you to let go. The only way I thought it'd be okay to let you go is if I wrote this. Listen, man, seven page letter for I got you. a I got a notebook for your ass. <laughs> I got a notebook for your ass. I think everybody, every man has gone through that that breakup. That's like. You gotta write about it. There's the only way you can get over the shit. Is I'm sorry, nigga. That sound write about it. That sound real zesty, my nigga. I can't. I'm, <laughs> hey man, I ain't gonna lie. I did this like like heartbreak. I had you do some shit, but I ain't never want to write about it, nigga. I ain't gotta, gonna lie. I, I'm, I'm, it was seven o'clock and my heart was broke at four. <laughs> like nigga, oh my god. <laughs> Maybe not chronological order, but I think there's definitely some. You gotta write your gotta write your feelings, man. <laughs> What did Obama do for the black community? That ain't didn't do nothing. I'm not saying he's better either. Right. <laughs> Honestly, nobody does anything for the black people. That's the point that I'm pretty much making is why this whole election didn't mean shit to me as a black person. It didn't mean nothing because uh, motherfuckers don't really do anything for black people. And I'm not saying it should be something that they do for only black people. They ain't did shit for any really, really anyone. It's not because it's not really about color. It's about classism. But the motherfuckers that are at the bottom are black people. And most most people at the bottom are black people, or if not mostly people of color. Right. And you have some very unfortunate white folks that really I have a hard time. You you okay? If you're white and you can't make it in society that's built for you to be successful in, I don't know if that means that I should feel sorry for you, but that does really raise some eyebrows for me because the system is pegged against me from the jump, so I'm always working harder. If somebody's running a race, I'm running a race with 50 pounds on each foot. Hmm. And not to say that I'm saying that, it's, uh, that I want to, and I'm not saying that everybody wants to see me run that race like that. But 
in a race where I know that this is what it's going to be like every time I run the race, it's a little hard to see a nigga losing the race and he ain't got nothing on. The nigga butt naked. So he's literally only running off a of body weight. Right. And he's complaining that he can't win this, win this race. Right. And there's five other people who running around with ankle weights on. You feel me? It's a little hard for me to sit there and feel sorry uh, for people. But I don't think that that means that everybody should have, you know, that means that it should make it harder for white people to be successful. I just think that it doesn't make sense that you can't really find success in a system like that. Then also on top of that, I'm like, if you can't find success in a system where you're white and the white and the game is played for white people, you must not be very well liked. You must be real shit. Because like, how do even white people not fuck with you enough to not allow you to get rich with their ass? <laughs> either take the one side, people are either hella ruthless, or on the other side, you are just not well fucking liked. And that means that if you can't even get along with this group of niggas, your own group, then what does that say right. about you? Um, but with that being aside, right, what were we on? Uh, um, my, what I would say... All the breakup shit to, you were saying about... To answer, let me answer this, uh, this, this question real quick. Yeah. Uh, to what I will say about the uh, Obama thing. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't think that he did much or, if anything, for black people. But what I will say is... They give us hope. I think that everybody, both races, all races, um, wanted to proclaim him as a savior because he was black. So I think that if the attention towards what he did for black people was put on him more than uh, anybody else. Because he had to cater, they felt like he had to cater to this one particular group because of who he is and what his skin color is. But the difference between to make him, even if he was considered a bad president versus a terrible president, is the things that he didn't do. Even yeah. if you say he didn't do for black people, you still not talking about what he did for divide everybody. black against white or any other race against each other either. So, True. yeah, of course he did it. Did he fulfill what we wanted? Absolutely not. But if you compare ones that came before him or ones that was after him or the one that was after him, you can at least have a percentage of gratitude towards not being enemies with anybody while he was in office and that to me is important yeah the, regardless of, of the politics the actual politics of doing something because we all felt like this is the time I should have money in my pocket by Monday right or I should own this building by Tuesday right Obama's in, in office. No, None no of sure. us got anything. And so we all felt like, damn. Well, yeah, everybody did have some, I don't want to say unrealistic expectations, but everybody just thinks that the president's supposed to be able to do everything and he can't. Exactly. It still plays a part on it. Exactly. There's a part played on, on both sides and shit where if you gotta, you need the House to be able to still, the, the House and the Senate needs to be run by the, the, the party that you want to have win. So if the fucking majority don't win, 
And that still that ain't still gotta get it through all these hating ass motherfuckers. So right. I mean, uh, even then, I still don't think even if you have the power, I still don't think he would have done shit. But um, I mean, like I said, that's it. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm black every day. I'm just expecting. Nobody's I'm just gonna be. To... Nobody's gonna be perfect. The only thing you can, I think, the only thing as president you could do is not, not divide, because you're never going to please everybody if you if you please anybody honestly but the the best thing that you can hope for is for them to not tear us apart no, as really. people first and then if they let us down and all that other shit then fuck them too that's basically but like you said hope that's i mean how you Whatever spectrum you decide you land on with, you know, hope and whatever, it's still, it still, it means a lot. It does mean a lot. Because his his name and his family's name will be in a history book. And that's something that, yeah, they could try to rewrite and all that stuff. We, we obviously know from actual experience how they rewrite history. But his name will be in a history book. Yeah, you can't rewrite that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that part, that page, some of my generation means more than you know for generations to come means a lot. So yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man, with that. But yeah, man, um, that doesn't take away from how I feel about motherfuckers writing uh, their feelings out about breakups, listen, and man. diaries and journals and shit. I wouldn't call it a diary. See, that's where we. That's where it's we're a, a journal, not a journal. A journal is for logging information and logging in maybe right, some, me, some personal shit. But you what you're talking about personal. is a literal, uh, a novel, pers- a personal novel okay. book, a personal biography book, and that sounds like a diary. Okay, here's what I say. My. Uh... Reddit, what up? Hey, what's going on? What's, what's up, Reddit? What's going on with you, player? So here's what my personal experience. So I write poetry. Okay. I, I'm, I, do I consider myself great? Yeah, I don't know. But there was a point in time where the only way that I could get feelings out, as I, I would assume... Most poetry writers, that's how they get their feelings out. They get it out through poetry. So instead of having a journal, per se, it was a poetry journal. Yeah, I tried to avoid the word journal. I couldn't figure out how to put... No, that's, that's a diary. So you talking about a musical diary? You talking about a you know, spiritual black, diary? Old school black and white composition. I'm gonna make this shit rhyme, and I'm gonna share it. Maybe if you if you go, if you go that way or you don't go that way, but I'm gonna right. write it and I'm gonna make it rhyme. It turned in, it turned from a a a a, a journal or diary into a poem and a project and a story so do I feel shame about it no I did it 
and I did it for a long time. I'm weak. Yeah. I feel no shame about it at all. <laughs> I feel shame. I don't want nobody knowing that I'm writing about my feelings anywhere. Hey man, this is poetry, a- poetry, but the diary is diary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how you feel. That's that's punk. That's sissy talk. <laughs> <laughs> With my burst, y'all be cursed. It's rolling like some fireworks. <laughs> hey, yo, 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 yo. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the uh, follow. Uh, no, but all just aside, man. All just aside. That, no, I, I feel it. You got to say what you got to say, whatever. You got to, man, because sometimes you just can't put it into words. So you got to write that shit out. <laughs> Nah, uh, nah. I mean, you ever, I don't know, man. You ever I don't been, know, bro. It's, I just, I don't, I can't, I can't. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. You gotta say what you gotta say, but it's. I think it's the wording of how you're using it. I think it was the wording of how you used it off the off the rip. Because I'm not writing my. I think just be like I write my feelings. That poetry is one way to put it, I guess. But nah, the way you put it, the possession was. You're right. Here's what I say. You gotta go lift some weights after what you said. If I'm thinking it right. And I'm feeling it. This is my 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 editor. From head to from head from heart to hand. This is my editor. Right. So that's how I feel like it's acceptable. Because then it becomes the the better way of wording it or the edited version that's more digestible. And that's why I feel like ain't nothing wrong with it. And I'm gonna let you go ahead and you know I'm gonna let you go ahead and feel that way, bro. I'm gonna let you go ahead and feel that way. I don't feel that way, but I'm gonna let you feel that way. <laughs> and shit don't trustworthy to me, but listen man, it's not it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. You talking about yeah. feelings and shit? Nah. Um, Some people are off the cuff with it, you know. They gotta call you. Fuck that. I'm gonna tell you how I feel right now. Nah, I'm for real. No, nah, I'm definitely. I'm definitely to call you. Tell you that's how I feel right you. That's now. you. That's yeah, you. That's definitely that's me. Him, all Nigga, I can't sit here and write about how I feel about oh, your oh, ass. Oh. <laughs> like now that I wrote it down, I ain't gotta say nothing to that guy again. I feel great. Like, now his thing. I would never put it. I would never put that in a text message though. Like I would never put like. If I want to tell you how I feel, like straight up right now, I'm gonna call you. Right. But if it's just something like an internal thing, I can. I ain't no, ain't no thing we're writing it down, man. All right. So you said this is how bad does a breakup gotta be that you write poetry? Ooh, man. How bad does a breakup gotta be that you start writing anything now? <laughs> like, I gotta log this day for the rest of my life. Right. Right. Let's see. Uh, Oh man, what you call it on this side? Worse than the other one. Um, I think, damn, how bad has it got to be? I think that, okay, it could be either two. I think it could be either one or two ways. It could be you're really heartbroken about this person so much that you got to write it, or you hate this person so much. That you can't muster up the words to say because of your hatred that maybe you want to get it out on paper. 
Right. That's how I feel. If it, I don't think there is a necessary number attached, a middle ground. I think it's either zero to one in my book. So. Okay. All right. I can see that. I can see that. So, I, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Man, I don't know. But that shit. Writing some shit. I don't, well, I'm not gonna. I just let's just just let, let you know right now. I don't know how bad a relationship gotta be that I'm writing, because the only way I'm writing is because I'm writing from inside of a jail cell. Because <laughs> I don't know how bad some shit gotta yeah. be that you start you writing. But if it's, are going to call, and you're gonna talk about it right now. There is no, there ain't no wait period. Ain't no such thing as trying to talk about why y'all niggas ain't why some shit ain't working no more. Ain't no real such thing as that. You either break up and somebody break your heart, nigga. That's really, that's it. Most of the time, it's somebody's somebody gonna be left hurt. There ain't too many times. Oh, of course, of away. course, of course. Only give a fuck if you gotta make the adult decision. Adult decision. You still walk away. Man, it was some shit. Just feel like it's unanswered. Of course. Oh, absolutely. Man, the worst question. The I think personally, the worst question is why. When you are not with someone or you you break up with them or they break up with you the worst question you can ask yourself is fucking why and i advise everyone out there to not ask that question if you can do not ask that question you will spend countless of sleepless nights wondering why and that shit will taunt you forever and then when you don't get closure you gotta fucking get closure no, real. You gotta fucking get closure. It's just like you ever hit it, you ever fucked a chick, right? And you only hit once. But you never get to go back for that redeem round. Yes, yes. Don't nothing tear your ass up on the inside more than not getting your fuck back. Yeah, I mean you know who wants to feel used. <laughs> No nigga, I, I don't think no girl wants to take a walk of shame. No nigga want to take a walk of shame either. They're not going out here. Oh man, 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 picking your clothes up out of some girl house, nigga, walking toward the door, nigga. That's a fact. Hey, if I have sex with you, you better walk me to the fucking door, nigga. At least. Oh my you ain't for that. Hey, because I didn't walk a couple. I didn't walk a couple females to the door. I ain't taking your ass to the car, but I walk you to the door. I, did, I at least make sure you get out of my house safe. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Oh, watch yourself. Don't slip over there. Okay. Uh, you ever had? Have you ever had a time where you um you said, "Oh, come on"? I think not being able to thoroughly communicate when a relationship ends is what eats away at us. Effective uh, communication is important. That's a fact. But I feel like a lot of times when you have effective communication, um, the problem what happens with having effective communication is you don't have no issues to really. Really have because I mean, if you can effectively talk and communicate, then you're already going to feel complete. It's a little different. Most people's relationships, nine eighty percent of people's relationships, is there's a communication problem somewhere in the relationship. Yeah, because everybody wants no one wants to look like the victim, but nobody wants to be wrong either. Who the fuck wants to be wrong? Because nobody's willing to, no one's willing to be transparent. That's the problem. It ain't just in the communication. Is, no one's willing to be transparent. No one's ever willing to take a look at themselves as well as they're willing to take a look at somebody else. They're not willing to stop thinking about it from their perspective just to see what someone else is. Right. 
no, no parlez-vous in France. I, I, I speak, think, I speak the most ignorant style of American there is. To be really honest with you, I think the the communication, um, because that's on both parties, though. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean, because you could be hella community. You know, you could, you could sometimes you could be a little too. Like, you can have too much communication skill. Like, you have too many communication skills where you don't know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you, you know, you, and it's, and it starts to kind of become the you show. Not to say that you, it's something wrong with you being able to speak, but sometimes that is just a, it's an issue. It's a real issue where, um, let me, you know, let me bring this closer because I can't read what they're saying. Yeah, I'm blind. I, I wear glasses. I wear glasses too. I've been wearing too. glasses since I was in. But this shit, I don't know why the words are just way school. too little small. I might have to and do I something hate else about uh, and getting I, better wording that one. This motherfucker. But um, what I'm saying is, says, I think that's what shows maturity. Being able to communicate. Not everyone is meant to be together. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, let's see. There are plenty of other factors though. No, when, and when people don't admit that they're not supposed to be together. Everybody has their fair share of closure. Of fear of being alone. Yeah. You just don't want to be alone. You don't want to not have someone to share that exciting news with. It's the most honest way of finding an answer to to a real problem. Because if you both being can, alone, huh? Being alone, not being alone, just knowing being having the, the communication skills to. Come together and see both sides to see like, yo, we're both doing the math here and this shit ain't adding up. Right. We both don't work like and being able to be honest enough with ourselves to like keep it keep it like as honest. A lot of people don't know how. Uh, so there are plenty of other factors though. I agree. A lot of people don't know how and when to let go. Yeah, no, a lot of people don't, and that that is like you said, that is one of the biggest problems. You should yeah. be connected off your phone so you could be able to look down at your what you call it. Yeah. Uh, so how do you? But how do you? You don't, most people don't want to let go. Well, yeah. You know, so. Who wants to let go to love? Who wants to let go? But yeah, when you think that you felt you found the right person, um, you just, it's hard to give that up. Even if it looks bad, like most people can't see the, the terribleness of what they're in. You can't see the storm if you're in the eye of it, you know what I'm saying? But most people can see the tornado that's around you. But when you're inside of it, you can't see that because it's clear on the inside. No, real. So it's hard for you to get out of that situation. And then you have to accept the fact that when I'm not with this person, I got to deal with myself. Ain't nobody here to deal with me. I got to deal with myself. I got to live with myself every single day. And that's tough for anybody to do. That's to be conscious of what's in front of you. No, that's real. You definitely gotta be conscious of what's in front of you, man. Like, ah, uh, man. I don't know. People just, be, you know, a lot. The, the problem is a lot of people ain't. They, like you said, and a lot of people ain't mature, so you can't expect someone to be mature. Right. Because if everybody was mature, then I don't know, you know, everybody was everybody was mature enough to make good decisions. Where would we be at right now? We would all we would all be making good decisions. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be no problems. There isn't. A, now a, let me ask you this. Speaking of maturity, okay. Do you think maturity comes from 
age or like which more what side would you lean towards age or maturity i know it's a little bit of both what side would you lead to i mean not age or experience that's what i'm saying age or experience i mean well oh you you gonna have to run that back right. so i can understand because i feel like it was almost the same thing so maturity for me not to say you can't be mature at different yeah. ages, but what do you what side do you lean on the most? Does it come with age or experience? Well, out of someone else or just period, like for yourself. What percentage would you give it the most? Age or experience? I think that's what I'm confused. You're talking about as far as like relationships. Maturity, just in Maturity? Oh, yeah. maturity. Um I think it's experience. I think the same. I mean, at the same time, age. If you have, if you, you have a lot of age, if your age is high, then yeah, you've had a lot of experiences. But you could experience a lot in a short amount of time too. So, exactly, exactly. Uh, I think experience goes down to it, and if then and then number, also it still goes to a state of mind of what how do you what you learn from those experiences. Right. What did you take from it to where you Being apply able it? To, to, yeah, because I could have been through a lot, and that could have just fucked me up. So now I just go around beating niggas in the heads with hammers and shit. Instead of like taking it and, and turning it to something that it's like, oh, I can actually learn from it. And like now that this, I've learned from the experience, I can like really put it toward whatever I do later on in life type shit. Right. So there are different, like different shits. Uh, what did you say? Uh, I mean, more so experience and uh, environment too, maybe. Don't just sound favorite poets, y'all. You can't do You can't do shit again. Uh, Alright, you know what? I'm not even going to need a waste of time on bullshit. <laughs> I don't got time to play with y'all niggas today. But if, if you had a number, if you had a number, if you had a percentage, what would you say would be the percentage of experience versus age? Oh, my bad. I was banning niggas about the <laughs> chat, so... If you had a number, if you could throw out a, a specific number or a ballpark number, what would you give the number for? Like age between experience? experience. Yeah. It's got to be a sense. It's, it's, it's gotta, I, I would probably go 70-30 on experience. Okay. Because okay. I feel like, like I said, your experience, but the age also, because you get to see, you got to also see people who be in a different position too to understand. Because like, sometimes you could experience everything, but you don't understand what that experience is right. until you might have hit a certain age. Like I being agree, little and not realizing that nigga working is the worst shit ever. I think At an age when you didn't have to have a job or you didn't have anything besides school, which was still a responsibility. But I don't think I want any responsibility I don't think I, I don't think I want any responsibility that, that has a nine to five in it. I'll definitely I, I don't want to go back to school either, but goddamn it, I don't want to have a job. <laughs> Cause goddamn I could I would do twenty more years of being a kid, nigga. To not have to do a, a whole two weeks in of work. I mean, just one more paycheck just for twenty I I trade them the shits in a second. Uh I I think that Hey yo, 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 what's up? I think it's your brother right here. Yeah. Uh, being able to understand and comprehend not real shit I'm trying to learn that this catches I think that when you like being an age being an age to like being old enough to accept those experiences because just like you say you don't have to be old to experience things Right. but when you're old enough to say you're old enough to get into 
a club legally or you're old enough to travel or things like that, that's where that comes hand in hand with being able to experience things. So um, I I feel like it's a good, I feel like I'm going to go, I don't know if I'm going to go 70, 30. I feel like I'm going to go 60, 40. Okay. Experience being 60, age being about 40. All right. Because I have, I have plenty of experiences, as, as do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely In see In our that. teenage years, we have plenty of, of experiences. You know, roller coasters, turmoil, whatever. Right. But as getting older, I feel like as I got older is when I was able to learn how to accept those experiences as teaching lessons and not just... I think it's a close one as well. Right. So, yeah, in the chat. See, it says it's a close one, and I, and I definitely agree. I agree, it's definitely a close one. It's not a, it's not an easy one to be like, oh yeah, I got an answer to that shit. Right. Like, that's you, you really, you got it's a, that's the, that's a big one to choose between because they're both really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the sense I, yeah, of what they I'm, are, so I'm with, I'm with. It, it, it can go either way for me. I accept. It, yeah. It, so it, yeah, no. Um, yeah. With that being said, man, let's see. Oh, we at five fifty six. All right, so. Um, we are going to cut this off in a few minutes and I'll tell you guys why and I want to get your opinion just before we yeah. wrap it up um, I have a therapy session um, I used to do therapy a few months ago and you know with this year 2020 just being what it was um, I had to stop Going to therapy. He's fighting some demons, y'all. No. As of today, he ain't as afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> I signed back up and I do have a therapy session. Um, it's, a, it's about an hour long. And this therapy session, to me, being able to just talk on the phone, because it's not just a, you know, sit on the couch. That's, that's tough. That's tough for anybody. I wouldn't blame anybody for not wanting to do that. But this is being able to talk on the phone. And actually have a dialogue with this person as if they're, you know, someone calling in from, you know, like a family member just checking up on you. Real shit. Um, would you ever give it a try? Oh, they said it's a dope ass jacket you got on. Hey, appreciate that. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, would you ever give it a try? Uh, therapy? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important that everyone tries therapy. It's not something that even black people should just do. I think everyone should try therapy. Everyone's got something that they don't want to tell it. So, everyone's got something they don't tell everyone. Thank so, you. Thank you. so someone's got someone's got to get certain things off their chest mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be able to get to tell anyone. They want someone that's completely unbiased, completely yes. transparent. Yes. There's no job yes. more transparent than being. A therapist, that's being a fact. A, a, that's a, fact. A, a psychiatrist, or anyone of the sort. Um, so the the whole point of having someone who listening to your your listening to what you have to say with unbiased ears makes it so much easier for you to get off what you need to say or what's on your mind and shit like that. It's it's uh, it's definitely shunned in in the black community because you know we keep our shit on the inside. We don't tell outside people what the fuck going on in our house. We you know that's how every. I'm pretty sure virtually around the world, every black person was raised almost the exact same. That's why we can see a tweet. A lot. Of, or, I mean, for the most part, I mean, fucking, you know, you can see a meme on Instagram and relate to it immediately, even if you were born in different gen- generations or 
you know, on a different side of the map. I'm not surprised black people were raised particularly the same. We were all slave particularly the same. So we all picked up the same habits from the same type of fucking systematic torture. So we all learned how to do the same thing the same way that we was taught and eventually turned it into our own thing. And that shit was what we taught our the the next generation with. So it's right. only surpri- It's not surprising, and a lot of people don't understand that black people we need it. I don't think that. Like I said, I think everyone needs it. Everyone yeah, needs therapy. That's everyone needs to talk to someone. Even if but, you think that you're you have good people in your corner, and not to say that they're doing anything wrong or their advice isn't what they is is it good for you. But when you talk to someone who has a vested interest in you. They're always going to say what they feel like either you want to hear or whatever can benefit yeah. you the most, yeah. but for them. Yeah. If that makes any sense. They, 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 try, they, tell, they try to tell you from the position that they would do it from where they think. They try to tell you from a position that if they were in it, that's mm-hmm. what they would do. Exactly. But not understanding that everyone is just not the same. Yeah. So no one's going to attack every. Everything with the same plan. Of course, that'd be nice. Everybody is selfish. Even if they're giving you the advice for you to better yourself, they are still. It's it's a slight. Even if it's uh, like I said, it's not from a place from the heart. Yeah, it's it's because they're so there's such a biasness in how they feel about you. It in turns help them. Right, 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 right. So um, having having that unbiased opinion is super super duper important. And for someone to exactly like I see right here, having your your best interest at heart, but looking at it with a logical view. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. It's different when you can help somebody who doesn't owe you anything. No, really, no, for real. Uh, don't owe you anything. And you won't, and, and, and it's not, and it's not something that you're coining as a favor to them in the first place. Right. So you help it with general want as well as. The, even your, even a best friend, if anything goes back and say, I was there for you. Remember when I was there for you and I did this and I did that for you? You know what I'm saying? And they had all the best interests in your heart, but it's yeah. still, it, it, you know, it could go either way. It could go either way. It really can. So, yeah, no, you're not lying. You're not lying at all. That's why I feel like, man, at the end of the day, talk, if you don't talk to someone that you feel comfortable talking to, definitely feel free to reach out to somebody who's qualified to hear what you got to say. I got family members. I don't want to hear nothing what they got to say no more. So don't tell me shit. Right. If you, cause one, I'm going to be the person that I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. And I'm going to, I'm going to have something to say about what you tell me. So right. if that's selfish, it's just selfish. But then again, remember, I'm not paid to listen to you. So, right. and to speak on this last part before I go, it is definitely important to find the right therapist for you. Not everybody's going to work for you. If you're if black, you try to find a black therapist. To, <laughs> if you don't feel like they're giving the best um, advice, opinions, or whatever in your case, feel free to say no. Do not accept anything that they give you. You know, you, most of the time when you sit on a couch with someone, you have that choice. But in this particular uh, app that I'm choosing to go through my therapy with, it's you have choices. And if you don't want to choose one person, definitely feel free to say no. You are not locked into something that you don't have to. You feel like you're obligated to stick in. So just 
find the best person. If it takes you a hundred therapists, find that one that fits you because it is important. You're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of a peer. And yeah, remember, just because someone is supposed to listen to you with unbiased ears doesn't mean that you should feel comfortable just telling them anything. If you unless you don't know that you don't get the vibes that you're supposed to tell them something. So you definitely, it is important to find someone that you feel comfortable talking to because this is the person who's going to hear about some of the things that you wouldn't even feel comfortable telling the person that you've been around your whole life. Right. People that you don't feel comfortable telling around your whole life to and they've been around your whole life. So you definitely want to be around, tell someone, to tell something to someone you trust. Right. Uh, whatever. On that note, it has been a fantastic time um, talking to y'all. Hey, what's going on? What's I got to get out of here. But uh, for everybody that's in the Twitch, uh, the Discord, everything like that, um, we will be streaming tonight. We'll be running some Call of Duty if you guys. Yeah, we're going to be running you know, this duty, man. Come back. I got my little setup. So come back so in about an hour. Anybody's two. ever seen that? If anyone's ever seen how my shit is, you already know this ain't even the same window from the back and the last window. This, this, all this shit keep changing. So we go, we doing this shit Sunday. Um, it might be him in here. Y'all might just get some people who are going to be chopping. You're going to see us chopping it up on Sundays, or we might just do it and there might not be any picture. You might just see a nice little fucking call. Yeah, so y'all might not see like this jacket Discord. for a while. You know what I'm saying? Let me take a good look. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me, hold on, let me stand up one time. Let me see the full. You know what I mean? Let me go uh-huh. ahead and get the. <laughs> Let's go. Get that. One time, you know, you might not see this jacket for a while, but we will be back on Twitch tonight. For those who are watching and listening, uh, I appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, again, this is Style Free Podcast coming to you guys. Yeah, thank y'all for coming to Style Sunday. Free, where we uh, we give y'all the, that that style for the free. Cause style, cause, 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 cause we 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 freestyling always. Style ain't style ain't free. You know what I'm saying? This jacket costs. Y'all like it? It, it costs money. So yeah, y'all take care, man. Uh, and thank you for coming through, man. We're gonna be back on this mug a little later on. So definitely come and yeah, shoot through. Definitely pull up, appreciate the pull back up. Y'all want to continue these conversations? Definitely pull back up. It's white Air Forces, my man. He's just rocking the Air Forces. I better see your ass up in the, oh, in, the, in, the uh, in the COD. This ain't about this trip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is one stupid. time for one time. You know what I'm saying? It's stupid as hell. But all right, y'all. And uh, I don't know what your name is, but Per Peer Pyre. Thank you for coming through, showing love and all that other good stuff. So yeah, man, we gonna see y'all later though. We gonna see y'all later. Peace, Peace out of this bitch.